This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Uh, hello. My name is Lauren Steinmeier, and I am a model, singer, actress, and um, pretty much just an all-around performer. Love it. What is your favorite part about being a creative leader? Um, I would say it's the stories that you can tell, the, the lessons that you can create, um, the, you know, the ways you can edit or create a piece of music or create a scene uh, and invoke a specific emotion uh, or thought. Uh, I think it's just, it's so powerful the way, you know, making anything, any kind of art uh, is um, just, if, if it's good, if it's art, it's almost always thought provoking, emotion provoking. And I think as humans that we tend to need something to bounce our own ideas off of and something that makes us think whether it's a sculpture a piece of music a scene in a film a, a photo of a model um a story written or an article written by somebody we almost always have reactions we love to react beautiful so i speak to a lot of creatives who will avoid the money side of their businesses They'll pretty much do anything to avoid it. What are your thoughts on that? That's a great question. <laughs> as much as possible. There's a reason I do them creatives. I'm not a math person. Um, I think like my dad actually, I was looking to see if I have it nearby. My dad actually got me a koozie last year that says like, if it's like, Something like if it's got algebra in it, I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, or it's like another day I didn't use algebra or something like that. It's like a running joke in my family. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't use this at all. I don't like, why did I learn this Pythagorean theorem? I never use it, but God forbid I remember it. Um, so yeah, no, uh, math doesn't do well. I'm also realizing though that just because you're not good at it doesn't mean you should ignore it um and it's something to work on so uh funny that you ask I've actually this year with um the year that it's been I've really been looking at my spending and my like huh, really you know kind of looking at what I tend to avoid what do I tend to do because I don't actually like to look at my I really don't like to look at my bank account. I don't know very many people that actually do. <laughs> um, and I, so I've been like really forcing myself to like look at what I'm spending. And I started this new like trick to like um, literally keep myself from spending money. Um, I, I will like add things to the cart and then I'll like look at the cart and like too much money. And then I'll, close the window and if I'm still thinking about it a couple of days later I will reassess and see if I can if I really can buy it and it saved me a, a few 
a lot of uh, pretty terrible impulse buys. That's a really good tip. And if anyone's listening who also has a little bit of a challenge kind of facing their spending and looking at their situation, you don't have to fix everything in one day. You don't have to have all the answers. I think that if you just go into it and try to make yourself aware of some of your patterns, some of your habits, these are things that even if it's going to take time to set in, you can't unknow this information. So taking baby steps will actually bring you a long, long way. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I figured out myself. I was like, you know, you don't have to like, you, you, you're not going to get there. You're not going to have a savings by just like somehow having a savings. Like you're not going to suddenly have a windfall of money and be like, and I'm saving that. Um, yeah. so I also have like a, a bank that like will automatically pull X amount out every week. And I don't even look at how much is in there. Cause that's tempting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, it's automatic. And that's, that's a nice lifesaver for me too. Cause I don't have to think about it. Cool. Cool. So who are the creatives that you admire or have inspired you on your journey? This is such a great question. I know you sent me the questions and I read the questions and I still can't think of, an an- of a really good answer to this. And because I think it, for me, it changes all the time. Um, I mean we're friends in real life but that's too much you can cut it um but like music is huge you know for me and I will listen to like a different genre pretty much every hour depending like it's very rare that I am listening to something over and over and over again or like the same album or genre over and over again I'll switch it up depending on my mood so I have I think there are a lot, there are some that have been really prevalent throughout my life, but it's more like, um, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of like all the good people. Like as soon as I'm, I read it and I was like, I'm going to have an answer for that. And I never <laughs> do. I mean, I definitely feel like for me, um, Charlie's Theron has been a huge inspiration um since especially since um Mad Max I mean she's amazing and young adult she was amazing and all a lot of things she's beautiful but like the fact that she was like no she just embraced this completely different side of her career shaved her head which like for most women at the time like that would have been that's a really big decision like that's a you know that's a choice and she killed it and she's been just running with that just but she can just she just kind of like walks in and you're just like oh yeah no that's she's taking charge like her energy I want I want that energy I'm like look I'm like always trying to achieve that energy in my life that just like take charge kind of woman that like she doesn't seem mean or anything it's just very like okay she's gonna get stuff done yeah um I think another I mean I always have admired Eartha Kitt 
I named one of my cats after her, Eartha Kitty. That's right. Uh, just how much she had to endure and how she used it all to her benefit and became this first she and then she became a sex symbol and then that she didn't even then she used her status to try to like raise awareness and Lyndon B. Johnson and Lady Bird were like no we don't want to listen to you she got freaking CIA filed and had to like exile to Europe for a couple of years it's like some craziness like she was such a rebel before it was even cool yeah Uh, and I think uh, it's so funny because, like, I definitely feel like different characters I've been, been inspired by my whole life um, or, like, different types of characters. Um, like, I always, when I was a kid, we read the stories about, like, the, the girl that had to, like, hide her sex to, like, become a knight. Uh. Uh, and do all these things that like boys could do but like no one would ever do so i super feminist um doesn't take no for an answer type of woman type of like character um but i also have really i feel like in the past couple of years too i've really embraced i used to be one of those girls that was like i'm not like other girls like no one wants to admit that now i said it to myself multiple times and then I really got to know other women, just like other normal women in my life and other and and make friends with other women and be like, oh, wow, I actually really like women. I really like my sex. I really like my gender. Um, and or and it's very that felt very like life changing for me was um and it was kind of sad. To, it's like you say you say it out loud and you're like, wow, really? But like it, you know the that that thought was just so subconscious of like no, I'm not like other girls. It's like I don't have to compete with other girls. They're freaking great. Like we can we we don't have to compete. I'm okay with that. And my life got so much easier. I love that. I think right now I'm seeing so many women coming together and doing wonderful things that it's just super inspiring to see and I can definitely relate to that. So what is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creatives should know? Just one. (laughs) (laughs) Just one. Um, I think for me, it's always, I've really, for me, what I, I've needed to hear, and maybe so I, it, it's, it's more personal to me and maybe, but maybe other people need to hear this, but take it day by day and go easy on yourself. We, I feel like we as creatives are very, um, we're very hard on ourselves. We've got our inner demons, you know, they say the the most tortured people sometimes produce the most beautiful art and that's sad to hear sad to say but sometimes it's true and I feel like a lot of people can I think that a lot of people resonate with that as well and that's why uh their stuff is so enduring but um I think as somebody who also 
you know, suffers from their own demons, sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to not be easy on yourself. And I think it's, that's something you have to really, you have to be your own best friend. Um, I think one of the biggest piece, pieces of advice somebody ever gave me that I really liked was you speak to yourself the way you would speak to your best friend. Mm. Powerful. Yeah. I think it's super great advice considering the times right now, it's so easy to get caught up in time being so different and being more isolated from our families and our loved ones that it's a great reminder to just take it day by day and be kind to yourself. Yeah. Also all the FOMO, like everybody has been. Absolutely social media FOMO I have it (laughs) we all have it yeah Um, I think that's something that gets really easy to get to spiral into or get sucked into for sure well now the most important question of the podcast Kakaya Basha Dubima Musica or in English what's your favorite music oh I know This this is my favorite question my favorite music as I said earlier, it's that's a really hard one, but I did think I did think of this one because I knew you very disappointed. <laughs> uh, I would have to say my top is definitely Electro Swing, um, and then I would say like um, Electronica, and then like fifties, thirties, forties, fifties rock, or like. Um, like Rat Pack, like Frank Sinatra. All Love that. it. Like my grandma side and my uh, like house party side. <laughs> and then, oh, obviously it's goth industrial music. I don't know why I didn't say that one either. I can't pick, but there's the top three. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you, Lauren, for being on. What is the best way for the listeners to connect with you? Um, all right. They can go to my Instagram, which is uh, Instagram.com slash Lauren Demue, or just my username, Lauren Demue. Uh, that's also my Facebook page, as well as uh, I think my Twitter handle is still Laura Kiddo, or you can just go to my website, LaurenSteinmeyer.com. Awesome. And I'll include that in the show notes. Sweet. This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of creative wisdom podcast where creatives share their wisdom. Make sure you check out my blog at rags to riches consulting.com for money insights you haven't heard before.